0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Daily Snap. Today, we're trying to like a look at the top end meta deck, Sherry. Now, while you know you can go and check Marvel Stop Zone, see the tier list, see what the best Sherry list is for their analytics, the real truth here is that this deck is probably one of the most interchangeable decks in the meta game, uh, bar down. Sherry is so powerful that it doesn't really matter what you're doing or what you're buffing into on turn five and six. Sometimes, if your opponent just does not have an answer to it, you just get to win the game it's it's honestly that simple which is the craziest part about this deck is that most decks in the past it's like no i need uh x y and z to make x y or z card work that's not the case here if you have Shuri, you can build a Shuri deck it's even even like with just like incredible hulk and you know uh odin and just like chavez You still have the ability to just make your six cost six cost cards so ridiculous that you can just freely win a game so you can design your path to win another lane uh another way whether it be like a professor x or a storm or something like that like there's so many ways that you can interact with the card sherry itself which is what makes it so prominent and so powerful now in this particular meta game which for most of us that were paying attention all of last season you know, people with Sherry were feeling really good. Uh, they were feeling great about the Zabu in general and all the crazy things you could do with that. But the moment that the Zabu and the Surfer got nerfed, this deck actually just got so much better because it didn't lose anything. It was already potentially one of the best decks in the game, bar down. It doesn't even require you to have to have Zabu. And now you just nerf the two things that were contending with it in the tier one, you know, S tier type scenario. So in the tier one and S tier type scenario, and that's the scariest problem here is that once you start doing, once you start breaking down, down those changes and you start looking at what this deck was doing already, it's insane. The power of this deck is unbelievable. Um, and, and it's crazy because like, you know, you can see here, this is a, a foretelling of, of, a, of a turn here, right? So I'm playing arrow on five in limbo with 14 power and my opponent can see that. Right, and then we're gonna have Grand Central to see whatever happens with Grand Central. So my opponent knows what's gonna happen, and he's like, "Yeah, that's fine. I can outpower that. Here's your, you know, draw a couple cards. We, you know, maximus We get to move his lizard over. So like this game is just all sorts of weird at this point. You know, he's playing like the this like move control deck that's been kind of going around, or maybe it's a Surfer move control. It, it's it's definitely a weirder deck that I've seen a couple people playing now. I've, I've been able to identify it now more often when you see, like, honestly, just like Daredevil and Polaris can kind of just tell you what this deck is doing. Um, so while the deck is unique and it probably catches people off guards, your deck is not unique. It's not catching people off guards. You, sure, you can build a Shuri deck that is that way, but the general Shuri decks are just, I'm going to play the biggest thing possible, buff it to a bazillion, and then you have to find a way to beat it <laughs> like that's it's so subtle and so simple but it's it's just that true like that's how dumb the card can be uh because it has that ability which is crazy you know like he has to find a way at the end of the day to beat my 14 over there um and that's what he's gonna have to do and then we're gonna have you know this situation of plays here where we're gonna be on turn six and he has the ability like, he plays cards like magneto i think Uh, And his own arrow, so he gets to arrow us here, which is you know that's fine. Uh, And he gets to Miles Morales, so he's you know he's winning right by one. Now he has priority, which is pretty good. Uh, If he has Magneto, that could really mess with us. But we have a ton of power. We have a one you know a one power She-Hulk here. You know he probably has uh, Shang-Chi also, which is my guess. So maybe we're trying to find a way to win a lane that isn't with uh, the worry of Shang-Chi, because I do believe this deck does play Shang-Chi also so that's kind of the power of this deck though right is like I can just make choices here um and you'll see as I run through the turn now there is a time there's times where it's so easy like you're just like yep this is what I'm doing this is a duh this isn't a problem I'm just gonna like smash great but then there's times where you have to really consider what your opponent is doing and then you just look and you go oh even like my little guys have these insane stat lines and that's really scary <laughs> because so here is kind of what we're talking about. So if he Shang-Chi's mid here, which is what we're assuming is gonna do, this this line still wins. Because the three power Shang-Chi is not good enough to beat him like not good enough to win the game. And we did abandon right, so we were right there. So he hits the Shang-Chi. He thinks he's safe. Uh he juggernauts, which didn't happen to matter. We get to win left, and then we just have enough power to win uh the mid here, we just pick up four cubes. And that's a, lot of, that's a lot of games like that. So this is, I particularly use this video because it's one of the few games that we get to see to completion. Because what I found honestly is in this particular climb, for whatever reason this time, uh, retreating is at an all-time high. So when you're going to play a card like Sherry or you're going to identify yourself as a deck like Sherry, you kind of have to step really early, I think, to get the most value out of it because... The moment you play Sherry and your opponent just doesn't have an answer for it, they just leave the game and it's really upsetting and really shocking. It's it's better than Wong, right? Because like, Wong is one thing where it's like, once Wong's in play, your opponent gets to decide, okay, can I deal with Wong, can I disrupt Wong, and then can I can I disrupt and deal with Wong in a way that's going to make my opponent still stay? This is the opposite. Like once Sherry's in play, she don't care about her anymore, and then your opponent just goes, well, what, how do I beat what he's going to play? And that's the sick thing, honestly, <laughs> about, about the deck, is that it really does have this unique ability um, to just put out so much power. I mean, even here, you, know, you look at this here, now, granted, uh, on turn three, we have 11 power in play, which gets, obviously, it gets turned into a 14 here. But even those first three plays, they're such big power plays that you're, you know, you're kind of always ahead in the beginning of the game. Um, this is a big deal too, right? So we kind of have to assume He's electro he's probably some doc Octek. deck we might be playing a 50 50 here and if we are we are you know if we're not we're not uh but that's kind of where we're at we have to like play with that game uh it's not the 50 50 so he just has sherry so he has his own sherry which is cool um can't hate him there now the fear of course here is that he just has um arrow right so we skip because we're worried about Arrow. Instead, he has a 16 power uh, Hobgoblin, which is insanity, right? How do we ever beat that? So that's the weird case here, right? So we we missed everything possible. He played a, a negative 16 power Hobgoblin, and somehow we still feel like we're in this game, like because we are, like a one, like ironically, if he just assumes that he just wins left, and we just play a 15 power dude we just like get to win that and then we just can put she hulk in the mid and be 15 power there like it's crazy even 18 power there like our opponent has to be able to beat that like no we can't snap because it's not really a snappable hand because if he just plays to it uh but he can't arrow to it you know so like that's really good right it's just a solid win but that's the kind of wins we're talking about take a look at third game here you know grand central triskelion the triskelion not great you know we get a super awkward hand uh like domino and polaris and onslaught like they're just kind of like feeling to be a weird hand right um but what can you do you know he's this looks to be like the death wave deck uh pretty good start for him we do have polaris and we have priority so we have the ability to like try and mess with his uh, his carnage, which is nice, but this is also just being able to play on the fly. Like cards like Triskelion, cards like Weird World, cards like District X, like it's about how do you adapt in those game styles. I think it's important to figure those things out. Um He has just Electro. I'm not really sure at this point like what is really going on here. So I I I don't really have many good choices to make. And I think that's kind of part of this problem here. So we're on four. He gets to play a five. Maybe it's Doc Ock. um, You know, maybe it's just like a vision or uh, something like that. We have priorities, so that might matter, but it might not. Um, It could be magic, I guess. It's weird. Like, uh, it's very hard to to decide at this point in the game, like, what he is doing. So we kind of just have to, like, go with the flow with ourselves, and see how we feel about it. Uh, we get to pick a a zero which isn't great and it's leech all right so the funny thing about leech is that it just made our lizard our <laughs> our lizard our Titiana, Um it's a shame that we didn't have uh, red skull on our hand so that's unfortunate but we're still in a position where like this is okay right like you just get to play a million power over here and feel pretty good about it. I do wonder if I was supposed to just play Sherry there, but I'm also leaving myself open now to where Sherry gets pulled, I'll feel pretty good about it. Uh, But you can see here, so like I just put 10, 11 power on the play for four, right? Yes, Spider-Man, not a big deal. Uh, We get lucky and it pulls Sherry. And it pulls Morph, which turns into a blank arrow. So he knows we have a blank arrow, which is fine. Now we can play Arrow or we can play Onslaught. We actually can play just, I guess either one of those would have been an okay choice. This is just plus 14 power though. Like, so he has to beat me in plus 14 power. He's got to find a way to win mid still. And he has to find a way to win right. Like we're just in a good position here. Like, yeah, Grand Central, we got a little lucky with Grand Central, but that's kind of what this deck is about. It's just like, hey, did I play my Shuri? I did. Can my opponent beat a million power? We'll find out, right? So that's kind of where we're at. And this is again, this is what the meta looks like to me, is that you just do these really unfair things and your opponent just has to make a decision if they can. And most of the times I see that retreat button coming a bunch. All right, this is gonna be the last game that we take a look at. And then we're gonna go through and kind of break down this deck a little bit more in depth toward the end here. So if you want to check out that part of the video, stay tuned. Uh, This is the last game. So we get Monster Isle, which is great. That was weird. Uh, we get the Sunspot in early, which is always good because we don't have much going on for the next few turns. X-Mansion is a card that uh, I'm not a huge fan of. We normally lose the die rolls, so we'll have to see how that one goes. But our final one is Dream Dimension. So, we have no idea what our opponent's doing at all. Um, but getting Cosmos down feels like always like a good play when you're ahead in priority. And we definitely get him there, like he didn't want the di- dimension. I don't blame him, it's not great for him. <laughs> we get leader out of it, which is really weird. Uh, I-, I guess we win that race a little bit, super awkward. But you can see our hand now, like our hand is just really, really powerful. It's really good. We get the snap, we have Sherry. we have the She-Hulk and the Tatiana. We have protection from Cosmos. Like our opponent just retreats. It's just, it's never ending. So yeah, you can see There was a bunch of retreats going on. Uh, Which makes this deck great. Its win rate is really well done and you get to do a lot of really fun and powerful things. But at the same time you have to understand that you probably need to be really aggressive with snaps and then you also have to be really aggressive with retreating. And that's kind of where we are with this list is yeah you're gonna win a ton of games but if you don't snap at the right time or you don't kind of convince your opponent that he can win through your snap and you're not going to win that many cards. Uh, you're not going to win that many cubes, which is what I've been looking at so far. And granted, what I really need to talk about is this concept of the region that you're in, the MMR that you're at. You know, all of those things are very, very important when it comes to building certain decks and understanding how to win within your realms and your regions. Um, and that's where I'm at, is that if I, when I play a deck like this, I'm playing against opponents that have been playing the game since literally day one of... Beta, because I am in that I'm in that region with them in the U.S. West region, so it's very difficult for me to go. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get you with my Sherry deck with my, you know, 80 power on turn whatever. Like it's just it's not realistic. Uh, but in a different region, different MMR, different rank. If you're able to you know build a Sherry deck, you can do that. You know, there's so many different ways to build this deck. There's so many different cards that you can utilize with this deck. Honestly, like the Armin Zola version is a very realistic version. If you want to play Zabu, you can fit Zabo in here. If you don't have Tatiana, it's not that big of a deal. You just play another, you know, another card. Like, this, these cards are so interchangeable, and they're so powerful and so good that you have the ability to do stuff, you know? Like, you can just play Giganto or Magneto if you want to do those things. Like, it's not, it's not that far off the tune. Like, it's absolutely a vis, like, a possible option for Sherry, and that's the cool thing. And you know, if you want to play her in, um in a more controlly version you know you can do that you can just put her in you know and, and play this like weird control version because whatever your control card is you could just buff uh with your sherry and things like that so this deck in general sherry in general right like this is the most important thing here is that sherry in general is very very powerful card in the game and while a deck list will matter and you should uh tool your version of sherry to whatever you're facing on the ladder to make your you know your games a little more screwed i don't think there's a necessary best version of this there's just the best representation of the sum total of what sherry does and that's the most important thing to note for me is that this card is so powerful in itself and we knew it coming we knew the moment that they nerfed uh Zabu and they nerfed Surfer Sherry was left untouched this deck was already a tier one deck so by default there's this deck wasn't going to go anywhere and it was going to be really really powerful and that's exactly what happened and you see I don't even have the Sauron right like I don't even have that card and it doesn't even matter like at all if we be honest like for those that aren't sure right we'll just put it up here for a second here um recent where did it go? Why is it not here? Um, It's not showing me it. Bummer. There it is. Uh, so Sauron, you know, like this card is great in the deck also, but you don't even need it. Like it's, it's not even a requirement to play this deck. It's just, it's just probably the best three drop to play in this deck. So rather than, you know, we're playing Cosmo, people play Maximus, you would just play Sauron there and your deck would be really good and a little bit better and you could probably play tie Mary at that point uh and that would also be fine you could play a Tuma. like all of these cards are just good like because they're they're just they're just beat sticks they're just big dumb idiots as we like to call them so sherry surprise this is the list that i'm currently messing with uh but honestly like this has changed a bunch also i just got to the point where i was playing nothing but galactus decks so because i was playing nothing but galactus desk having polaris having arrow uh were really good even having the tatiana ironically was really good because that also pretty like very well disrupts uh what galactus is trying to do so these are all the cool things that are going on with this list uh sherry is just really really powerful guys you know this is without a doubt without a doubt the best card uh her and arrow 1a 1b in my opinion in the game right now and in a deck that you can utilize sherry and arrow and make your arrow 14 power when you Sherry, like it's just so, so good. Like it's just in, it's unbelievably good. Let's put it that way. So when you start looking at those things and all the different things that Sherry really does have the capable of power of winning and competing, the threat of Sherry is causing opponents to retreat. Like before you play her on four, it's causing things. If you go and you play uh, like, you know, zero Tatiana, and that's your first two cards you don't play anything on three but you snap your opponents retreating because they can't beat sherry like that's they, they just know they know that sherry is coming which is the hardest part i think right now about it and that's the thing you're going to worry about but this deck is phenomenal it's great it's one of the best decks in the game if not currently the best deck in the game so definitely we take a look at sherry's sherry surprise sherry whatever you want to call it it doesn't really matter sherry move sherry control sherry big Dumb it's all of it it all makes sense it's all very good and you know, that's just that's gonna be the meta game for right now until this card catches a nerf. I imagine it will, and if it does, I think just taking it to five is a good enough a good enough deal. Uh because that's how powerful this card is. That's gonna be the end of this video, guys. We'll catch you in the next one. If you liked it, hit that like button. If I helped you, gave you some good information with this video, it really helped me if you hit that subscribe. Does make all the difference in the world as we continue to grow, and of course, comment, let me know what Sherry deck you're playing. Let me know if you hate Sherry, you like Sherry, anything you wanna do, you let me know how you feel, what your feelings are on Sherry. Catch you in the next one, guys. See ya. Don't forget to check out this video. It's important. You never know what you learn there, either. See ya.